Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff doing the first podcast of the week. It's a Sunday. It's one day after Jeff's birthday yesterday. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those things where I always call you on your birthday, but I know you have your kids with you, so I try not yeah. to take you take your time away from them. So it was weird not calling you. But overall, what happened on your birthday? Because everybody knows it was your birthday that's important to you. So it's great when they call and say... It's great. You know, people can say whatever they want. Ah, it's another birthday. Let me tell you, celebrate every single one of them. One thing you do, by the way, that I agree 100%, celebrate everything. Absolutely. Every good report card, every birthday. Yep. Celebrate everything. Um, I say to my kids, the message I drive home every day is birthdays matter and you were joking the other day you're like hey do your kids get you anything i said they do and they have for a while and that has been driven into their head it's so you go oh well you spend their allowance money no we don't spend their allowance money but they are responsible for picking out the gift the name is on the card and it gets them in the mindset because um my stepson doesn't do the best job of it and he Super guy, but he was raised with that attitude like, ah, oh, come on, you're a kid. And I know it upset his mom. I know it upset his mom through the years on Mother's Day and birthdays and stuff when things were forgotten. And so I've always said to my kids, look, birthdays matter here. And you guys have a pretty nice life. You're going to remember Mother's Day. You're going to remember Father's Day and the two birthdays. Yeah. You're going to. Christmas matters. Everything matters. But you have really four days that you have to be step up and be responsible for. And that's Mother's Day, Father's Day, my birthday and her birthday. And uh, and they're great about it. So it started off, it was fun. Dave and I have had a tradition for, I don't know how long it's been, 10 years. At least. We go to Tommy's in uh, off of Claremont Mesa Boulevard. So we went to Tommy's for lunch. David's great. Yeah. I love it. It's the coolest tradition. The thing that I loved about it this year is um, Dave put something on social media. I put something on social media. You know who wants to go with us? John Howard. Yes. And I'm. I, it's up to you. 100%. Your birthday's up in November. Yeah. No, 100%. But John wants to join the circle, yeah. and I have no problem saying, because we dig John. Yep. And John's like, dude, nobody will go to Tommy's with me. And I'm like, all right, Dave, we got to figure out. We bring him. How about we bring him for your birthday? We see how he hangs. <laughs> And then uh, he may circle in. <laughs> He's absolutely invited. I'd love to have John Howard there. It was. It's one of those things, honestly, you and I, we love Tommy's. Tommy's, for me, is what I remember as, as a kid. It's right. one of those kid memories, like your kids are creating right now, where right. if they get older, they're going to go, I remember I did this with my dad. This is one of his favorite places. It's become one of my favorite places. It was one of my kids' favorite places. Yep. It's one of those things where we kind of look at each other when, you know, uh, the, my, my wife's out of town or something. Hey, Tommy's, you know? Yeah. And and so for you and me, you love Tommy's like I love Tommy's. The best. Which is great that we have it in common. But it's one of those places that either you love it or you don't like it. it it's no in between. You could take nope. it or leave it. Either you just straight out love it or you don't. And, and I love going. I do. Th- I agree with you. It's one of the coolest traditions that we have. Doesn't cost a ton of money no, to do. It's, it's perfect. It's quick. It's it's easy. The food's always the same. And uh, again, I, I love the fact that we do it. John Howard, one hundred percent, those invited. All right, he's in. So it started there, and then uh, just simple shit that you got to get done on your car. And I have my kids on the weekend. I work all week. We're doing the podcast, everything else. I literally had a two-hour window and got a, just a minor thing taken care of, and that was I was like so stoked because yeah. it just. 
when you don't have to think about it anymore, like, oh, I got to get this done. And then Friday night, uh, their mom uh, and my sons took me to dinner. It was great. Yeah. We just had a great time. We just went and hung out. Then they were with me. Uh, we got up yesterday morning, which was the actual birthday. And Dave, here's the thing. And I, I joke with my buddies, and you and I have a lot of them. The sad thing is the day after you turn 45, the day after. So when you're officially 45 in one day, starting that day, you're officially closer to 60 than you are 30. <laughs> what do you, why did you make such a big jump? What happened to 50? Right, but I'm just saying. it's Jesus. You're closer yes. to 60 than you are 30. It's yeah. a reminder. And it's like you said, man. It's, it's one of those things. Where when people call or do whatever and messages, it's the nicest thing. And my sons uh, yesterday were just having a blast watching Facebook cool. or Twitter or Instagram or anything else. And I just said to them, they're like, hey, this guy, this guy, do you know her? Do you know? And I was like, yeah, it's it, David's great. It's really nice, man. You know, it's funny about Facebook. My favorite thing about Facebook, I think, honestly, is the birthday part. Because yeah, it shows cool. you either people you haven't thought about in a while took time to write you a quick note. Yeah. Or uh, the, the fact that just that you matter for that one day, for the split second to somebody they're thinking of you. Because people go through days of going, nobody cares. Right. You know, I've, I've, I said I, I lived with, you know, Jake for a long yep. time who thought nobody cared. So for me, it was always one of those things where Facebook was great. I used to have a routine where I woke up every morning. First thing I would do, I'd go to Facebook. And whether I knew you very well or barely knew you, we were Facebook friends. I'd wish everybody a happy birthday. You know who did that too? My friend Cheech. When my friend Cheech was in the ravages yeah. of stage four stomach cancer, and was dying, I said to him, um, what do you do to pass the time? And he said, I like doing that. Yeah. He said, I like doing that. He that said, was, it reminds that was my routine me, too. Yeah, he goes, it reminds me of friends and friendships. And uh, he never said anything about his own birthday. He yeah. never made it. There was no dramatic, you know, lifetime movie moment where he said, hey, my own birthdays are never that. Yeah. It was never about him. He just said, I like doing it. And I, I always thought that was cool. And and sometimes I'm okay at it. And sometimes I'm not. But it, it's fucking cool, man, yeah. for everybody who does that. And I don't care if it just said, happy birthday. There are a, a couple of messages that I'll tell you about that were great. But every one of them, Dave, every one of them were cool to me. You know, it's again, it was my routine thing that I've done, always done for a number of years because I know it meant something to me. I really yeah. haven't done it in the last year. And oh uh, yeah, I and, and, and and I don't. I hate to say I don't want to pour the the uh, pull the woe is me card. Just haven't been in the mood to do it. Right. But it's one of those things where I, I try and do it today. I meant to wish someone a happy birthday today, just through a text message because I always send them a happy birthday. It's easy to remember because it's Rosie? right after us. Josh Rosenberg. Josh, yeah. Josh Rosenberg's birthday. You smell that skunk? Yeah. Nasty. Dude, if a skunk walks in right behind me, you better We're fucking tell me. I'm not gonna say <laughs> shit. He's going to crawl right up on your shoulder. What are we doing? It literally smells like there's a skunk 10 feet behind Yeah. Me, and the door is open in the garage. Goddamn. Okay, you mentioned Josh Rosenberg. It's yeah. his birthday today. And I said there were a couple of messages that struck me funny. And goddamn Rosie sent me a message that stopped me in my tracks and made me die and laughing. Because 
Dave, when you were gone from Extra and yeah. Rosie and I did Afternoons, there was certain shit that happened between me and him that we would just goddamn laugh our ass off. And Rosie and I, for whatever reason, had a common bond. If you work in radio, it if you think of Rob Schneider's character on Saturday Night Live, that's the engineers yeah. for every radio station. And we were fascinated we would anytime an engineer would walk by, Rosie or I would get him going talking about the transmitter, and we'd say, "Hey, you know, one thing I'm, you know, the crazy thing about this thing, Ron Fu, is there's a transmitter out. Oh, and and he'd he'd get all excited. Well, you you guys should come out one day, and it was always these directions." What you're going to do is you're going to take Old Highway 34. Now, when you get to the fork in the road, you're going to go left. It's going to take you right down through Pine Valley. <laughs> now, you get to Murphy's, you've gone too far. Now, circle back. You're going to look for Lone Jack Road. You're going to take a left on Lone Jack. It's going to be dirty. But now you're going to go about 800 meters. And we're always meters or yeah, kilometers. You're going to go about 2,500 kilometers down Lone Jack Road. When you get there, don't forget the gate code. It's 29-11-14-753. Now you get in, and you guys walk around. Fuck, take your time. Transmitter's good. You got it? Yeah, we got it. So <laughs> Rosie sent me a message yesterday, and he goes, something along the lines of, hey, don't forget, take Highway 111 out there <laughs> to the Lone Pine Tree. When you get there, Make your way around the roundabout and get your way through. If you've gone all the way to Jack's Tavern, you've gone too far. And I, goddamn, that is Dave, shit, I hadn't thought about it in 10 years, and I was rolling laughing. So I sent him just a picture tonight of this guy with just the biggest Coke bottle glasses. I said, I can't get this goddamn G-wire <laughs> to sync up with the delay button. <laughs> Here's the funniest thing to me about your story right there. No one else yeah. thinks it's funny but me. Is No, any radio guy it, will. Well, that part is, is funny as shit because you're right. That's uh -huh. their thing. I mean, for them, it's like Padre's Twitter. It's their most important thing in their life. Right, getting out to that yeah. fucking transmitter. That is funny as shit. The fact that you dropped Lone Jack Road is funny because I know exactly where Lone Jack Road is. If you go off Manchester <laughs> Boulevard yes, and go about seven Jack. miles in... Nobody knows Lone Jack unless you've ever gotten off of Manchester and had right. to take a, a drive through that crazy area yeah. where there are no street lights. Nothing. And hopefully you don't get in a car accident and drive off the road. And then if you're going to look at houses from about seven miles yeah. in, that is funny as shit. That's I have Lone not, Jack. I have not been on Lone Jack Road in 15 years. It's so well, funny that you just dropped that street name. That was the first one. And again, there were, and I got to go through because the Facebook app on my phone locked up like 10 different times today. And so tomorrow, when I'm working, wink, wink, uh, there'll be a lot of people that get thank yous two days later. Yeah. You know who sent me the nicest message was John Kalia. Really? Now, John Kalia, if you're old school San Diego, was on Channel 8, was a Channel 8 news anchor, did mornings, was the morning and noon guy forever. And Dave, he was just one of those guys for me, having grown up in this town, that I liked watching him so much. And the idea that we struck up a friendship with him. Yeah. And then we had kind of, we left there in 02. John left about 2000. And we really haven't been much in contact, but we did connect through Facebook. And 
just over the last couple of weeks, we've just sent each other message. And that for me is really cool. That is cool. John was a guy. Mike Tuck's a guy. Ted's a guy. A bunch of people like that. But John Kalia just said, uh, happy birthday to a guy that whenever I heard you on the radio driving around, it always put a smile on my face. And he goes, I just remember the days. And yeah, when you grow up in this town and uh, Sam... I mean, you well, and I, John falls in that category of the Sams, the Bill Centers, the, right? The, the guys that we thought would hate us, yeah, or wouldn't give two two minutes of their time. And when he not only did he like us, but did would yeah. come in with the show, and uh, and was just cool, man, just yeah. cool and a pro, and like John had this very um, the thing I loved about Kalia is he had, I think, a false reputation of kind of being a Mr. Rogers type guy because he has a very nice, sincere personality, which is true. Yeah. But but John's a no-bullshit guy. Like, nobody was going to, like, he knew it. Yeah. He, and just a great broadcaster and even a better guy. And so, yeah, um, I couldn't see a bunch of them. Like I said, my app was locked up, but... Uh, so many nice messages on social media. Like I said, man, Dave, it's exactly right. Um, it just, they all matter to me. They all matter to me. And they were all really, really cool. You know, the exchange that I like that you have on the September 14th is with you and Haley Holmes. Yeah. Yeah. Because Haley was a girl that was an intern for us. It was great. Mm -hmm. And it w went on to do TV anchoring and had a great career. Right. But she started with us. But you guys shared a birthday, yeah. and she's always been fantastic, even though she doesn't live in San Diego anymore. But to see on the 14th, there's always well, an exchange. looking out. Yeah. yeah. So I told her yesterday, I said, man, this is a big day. Because uh, my aunt sends me like, did you know you share a birthday with Faith Ford of Murphy Brown? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Um. <laughs> uh, so my aunt's very religious. Is she really? Yeah. So I was like, no, but uh, I bet you didn't know I share a birthday with Anna Mall and Ashlyn Gear. <laughs> that one of my friends who's probably first guy listed in my will told me like 15 years ago and I've never forgotten. He's like, dude, you share a birthday with two insanely hot porn stars. I have no idea where he found it, but he was like Wikipedia or something. Yeah. I don't know. But I was like, that's the coolest bit of information I can share with. I didn't think I could share with anybody. We say it here. So I didn't write that back to my aunt. But that's hilarious um, animal. But the other one that I really dig that we I share a birthday with is Dan Cortez. That's funny as shit. Dan Cortez from, uh, from MTV. MTV. And I always think of Bill Hader when he was doing Stefan. Yes. And they'd always write Dan Cortez into the script. And he'd laugh every time. But I was like, that's great. I love that guy. Me, Haley, and Dan Cortez. And then Jerry Coleman was the best. Oh, part. my God. The Colonel. Yep. Yeah, shit, man. Colonel was September 4th. John? <laughs> Jerry, you know we share a birthday. John? That's the greatest. Shh. Jeff. Come on, Jerry. Oh, uh, yeah. Colonel was. Colonel's the man. Um <laughs> <laughs> Colonel would agree with me that even when he was here, uh, Haley would have been number one in that yep. group. And then Jerry, and then Dan Cortez, and then me. Yeah. But that's fine. It's all right. Bobby Jones made a lot of money being the first guy off the bench, right? 
Absolutely. You're absolutely right. You know what's funny about Facebook? Because there are a lot of people that we know, and it has nothing with the names I just mentioned, by the way, because don't think, oh, you must be talking about Haley. No, I'm not talking about Haley. I'm just talking about Facebook in general. Mm -hmm. And everybody must go through this same thing that you and I go through. There are people that we're friends with on Facebook now that Mm -hmm. we knew them when they were single. Yes. And we knew what they were like when they were single. And we knew the dumb sexual stuff they would do when they were single. And now I see them sitting there with their husbands and their kids. And I'm like. Right. We know. Yeah. I'm like, that's the same person that used to jerk two guys off at once. Ah! (laughs) Does her husband know? Oh, (laughs) no chance. No chance. Uh, It's the Dice Clay line. Hey, is she good at doing this? Yeah. How'd she get that way? Oh. (laughs) And I cleaned it up. Um, <laughs> For what reason? We never cleaned it right. up. Right. I don't know what I'm doing. That's so funny. All right. Well, hold on. I, I got to ask you a couple birthday things first. All right. One is you got a really cool gift from your I kids. I did. My kids hooked me up. Okay. So, um, so they kind of, I mean, they didn't really know it, but they loved it. Like as we went on, the day went on, it was great. So we... We went to L.A. because I haven't seen my dad in a long time. Traffic was brutal. It's like all of you that MFLA, like yesterday, I just wanted to just tell what, everyone. What of time you, were you driving? Was it? The, I left at 11, which is usually not that big a deal. I left at 11 in the morning and it took us to almost three to no get in. Way. It was brutal, man. 96 degrees the whole way. Shit. It just was. Horrendous, but we uh, we were getting ready to meet my dad. We were going to meet my dad last night, and uh, we're at the Grove. And I said to my sons, I go, look, last time we were here was an earthquake. And I go, we got to go just clear the mojo, because my one son doesn't like the Grove anymore. And yeah. I said, look, we got to go shake this. <laughs> shake this. Uh, no pun intended, sorry. And so we went, we had a great time, and we were in Barnes & Noble. And for Father's Day... They had given me a uh, gift card. And I said to him, I go, look, I've got like 40 bucks left on this gift card. I want to find something on this trip that we can get. Um, And they're like, yeah, okay, cool. So they had some ideas, what they were looking at. And I said, okay, we'll keep looking. And so I went and talked to the lady and I asked her, um, Ronnie Wood's the guitar player for the Stones, but he's also an incredible artist. I go, hey, by any chance, do you guys have any of the books Ronnie Wood put out? And she said, let me look. And she goes, wow, there's uh, his book, which is Artist. She goes, there's literally one copy in Southern California, and it's at Marina Del Rey. She goes, you want it? I go, well, I go, how much is it? She goes, it's 38 bucks. I go, well, I got 36 on a gift card. <laughs> and uh, they called and the store had it. I said to my kids, I go, look, man, I think I found it. And so we were driving over. And they were like, oh, what is it? And I told them. And you get there, Dave, and anybody who's, I mean, I'm not a big art book or photography book guy, but I know enough that you want them sealed in plastic. Yeah. Because every scrub's been sitting there. And I said to them, I go, God, I know what's going to happen. We're going to get over here, and this book's going to be all beat up. Nope. Sealed in plastic. It was perfect. Great. And I said to my Jack and Kate, I go, you guys literally have no idea. And they're like, this is great. They freaked out. They were like, this is great. 
So we got it, and then the thing that I have them do every time is I have them sign it. So they sign it inside. I don't get birthday cards from them. What I'd rather have them do is just, I just give them a pen. I go, look, turn yourself loose. You know, don't write anything crude. Uh, <laughs> you have to tell 11-year-olds? Yeah. Like your high school yearbook? Yeah. Thanks for letting me, letting me write on your crack, and they just write right on the line? Yeah, Thanks. exactly. Uh, so my son Jack wrote, Jack, Dad, happy birthday, 2019, love Jack. So he bookended it with his name. I like that. I go, well, that's cool. If I couldn't read that Love Jack down here at the bottom, um, I'm glad you put your name up here. And then uh, my son Cade wrote a little bit more of a message. And it's just it's the coolest thing. And so then we saw my dad. We came back. And so today I was down here, Dave. I've been ping-ponging around all around town. But I went down and saw Brian at Hot Sauces and more. Cool, just like you said. Yep, I saw Brian and the guys and I went down there and we picked up a, um, a dry rub, like I said, and a barbecue sauce and I took them back to their house and my son Kate and I grilled dinner tonight. Yeah. And so... What did he make? We just did uh, burgers, corn on the cob, and it was fantastic. And we just had Can a blast. you walk him through it? Like, could he do uh -huh. it himself now? Does he know how to do it? I don't it? know that he's right there yet, but he was... It's like anything, right? Like I like I said to uh, Brian, it's a little bit like the first time you ride a motorcycle. You got you to gotta just get out there and take your shot, and then you get it figured out. But he picked out um, the spices that he wanted. He picked out the barbecue sauce. We went through the whole thing. It was a blast, and... So they had some WWE thing that we were watching tonight that we cruised down here. So no, man, it was it was great. Uh, it, all that shit, you know it, I know it. Um, we are incredibly blessed by the people that are in our lives. From for me, from the Palais family all the way down, and and it feels like I heard from everybody plus ten. So awesome. Yeah, it was great, and I, I thank everybody who reached out. It was really really cool. If I didn't necessarily respond. Just understand, I wasn't ignoring anybody. I was just been running around. But tomorrow. which I think is fair because I, I think a lot of times and people fall into this too. Not saying it right or wrong, but mm -hmm. if someone's going to spend the day with you, meaning your dad and your two boys, yeah, it's disrespectful to be on your phone the whole time answering to other people. Right, and I, that's the thing that was really nice for me was how many people made mention of them and said it was cool. Uh, I will say that tonight uh, is better. Maybe the first night for like four nights where you actually sleep because today in the Union Tribune, the Bryce Miller column came out. And I don't know why, Dave, it, there was an anxiety about it, um, but it felt like old school when there was TV, radio, media columns yeah. that we used to all get stressed out about and you would wake up at different parts and try to see if it was online to read the article and... And so this morning, I was up early. We still didn't know until last night whether or not like the article was going to run today yeah. or run next Sunday on A1. Um, but I was up early this morning at like 5.30. I went through Twitter. I didn't see anything on Twitter. I went through the UT webpage. I didn't see anything on the UT webpage. And then finally, I went to... 
today's paper, kind of on my phone, I could pull up today's paper and there it was. And you're like, whoa, here it goes. And uh, I'll ask you about it, but Bryce talked to me and came back. Man, those guys, you talk about fact-checking and double-checking yeah. and quadruple-checking. They were, Bryce is incredible. Yeah. And he's a good friend of ours. I know he wanted to get it right. But as I sat there today and read everything, realizing that it was this weekend, this weekend a year ago, that Jake and I went yeah. to Cali Comfort and watched Canelo and Triple G because that's what I wanted to do. Yeah. And my kids and their mom were like, okay, cool. I was like, oh, I want to watch the fight. And... And realizing all that, but reading that today, um, I just, I thought it was great. It made me miss him a lot. It's one of those things where it reminds you that he's gone. Yeah. Um, Julian Escobedo was here tonight, which was fantastic yeah. to see him. But, um, and then I go downstairs and I get the Sunday paper and like you read it again and we go... Bryce did as good as he could do. He did a great job. And and I know it was you know, Bryce did a great job. Jay Posner. Every, right. Everybody at the UT did an outstanding job. Um, again, the, if you were there watching the part just where I spoke to to Bryce when we met, I was so all over the place and telling my story yeah. that it would have been easy to get confused. It was not an easy story to write, I promise you, because I was all over the place on uh, where I was starting, where it was ending, what, different things that had happened. Um, it, it, I'm always amazed that people are really good at what they what they do. Yeah. Bryce is great at what he does. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, here here's a, a strange thing. I, I had a I had a really bad week last week with with the whole Jake situation. As as he wrote in the paper today, you know, people know if you listen to the show, my health hasn't been great. Um, I walked away from work for about a month ago just to try and get my health straight, and then um. Last week had stuff with last couple of weeks had stuff with detectives trying to get to the end of this case and then just not sleeping again. And so yeah. going through a stretch of not sleeping yesterday, we had um, tryouts at Benita Vista for fall ball. To, mm. So everybody comes to try out. Well, you know, I'm told the other coaches, I'll be there at 730 in the morning. Doesn't start till nine o'clock, but I'll be there at 730 to help get everything ready. Wake up at four o'clock in the morning. Got and man, as soon as I, I'm up at four, it comes back. Jake was here. You know, last time yeah. we did, we picked these teams. Jake was Fuck. with me on this day, and we were the excitement factor and everything else. Man, and then it just hit me like a, a, a tidal wave. I couldn't pull it together. I couldn't yeah. get get it together to leave the house to show up. I don't want people to see me as a wreck, but it was like being punched in the chest, and it was just such a such a heavy weight of emotion. So you know, I, I show up. I think around seven forty five, and the other coaches are ahead of me, and they're like, "Good morning, sunshine." You know, give me a hard time like we always talk shit. You know, like you and I would. Yeah. And I said, "Man, I'm sorry." It just today's tough and I brought his jersey with me and I hung it up and, and you know when his number 25 he has a spot in the in the Benita Vista clubhouse in the dugout for a Jake Locker and so I hung his jersey up in a spot where it says Jake and then we you know told the guys who are close to very close friends as well what was going on and and they you know they were great and yeah, we miss them too and make it through the day um you know it was, it was a great great day going through that it was it was still just that wave of emotion. Mm -hmm. Didn't say anything to Josh, but I think he was feeling it too. You know, I didn't tell Josh what was happening with me, but you could see it in his face. My brother was here last time we did this. It was the three of us on the field at the right. same time. And so go through, uh, go through the evening, starting to feel physically sick uh, as the evening's going on. Can't fall asleep. 
two in the morning, I'm up and I'm like, well, shit, this thing usually comes across my computer at two. Mm-hmm. If a uh, story's out, well, I found the story at two in the morning on my, Oh, wow. Okay. So I read it at, at two in the morning and he did a, a great job. You know, just like I said, Bryce was outstanding. I wasn't going to tell Rita, Hey, the story came out and then that kept me up the rest of the day. So it just constant of just not sleeping and anxiety and just the emotions of everything you feel that your son's not here. Um, he, he did a really, really good job. Uh, by the time my wife got up, I, I showed her the story. She, she bawled like crazy mm-hmm. for hours. You know, she just, it hit her hard. Um, you know, Josh, I think was hesitant to read the story, kind of afraid, uh, it's just going to bring me back to my lowest point of a deal. He, he read the story as well. As you mentioned, you're quoted in there, Julian Escobedo, Beto's in there, Brett Boone's in there. Mm-hmm. Appreciate everybody that talked to Bryce. And then, um, you know, people started calling me and saying, I didn't realize all this stuff was going on out. Everyone, uh, kind of knows Jake's story. A lot of people didn't know my story, what was happening. Even my sister-in-law who was here today, kind of helping us pack to move, I uh, was saying I had no idea some of the stuff that had gone on in, in your life to get to get to that point. But the most important thing was was the charity was the fact yeah. that um, that they mentioned the charity and, and the good that hopefully comes out of this. And that was the goal of talking to Bryce, not to go over the, the story again, but the fact that hopefully we can change lives in the future. And right away, donations started coming in. Yeah, Nina Detrow. Yeah, right away. You know, right away, there's donations coming in. And I'm getting people saying, I sent this off to so-and-so because I know they're going to donate. And this person's going to donate. And this person, and that's what it means. For every time you donate, hopefully it makes a difference in a kid's life. And and, uh, it's it's a horrible thing that's going on with other families as well. We're lucky that we have a platform, hopefully to help change lives in the future. But I can't thank Bryce enough. Um, absolutely outstanding. He, he, he did a really, really good job. To bring out that kind of emotion, he did a really good job writing. I would just say this, and I think Bryce would understand it. Uh, I hope Bryce understands it. I really do. I hope he understands it. Um, like, it didn't make me feel better at the end, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, no, and that's mean. that's absolutely no reflection I told him today, I sent him a message, I, I said, thank you for what you did. And I said, in my opinion, I think Jake would have dug it. I think he did a really nice, fair job of telling his story. Um, but it's like, you just, I think it's, Dave, I, I, I mean, just from hanging with you and seeing Rita and Josh every day, I, I can only talk from my own perspective, but it's just one of those things where you just you try to keep your legs churning, right? Yeah. It's like you feel like you're like running up the highest hill of sand that you've ever seen in your life. And if you stop, you're just gonna fall backwards down the hill. Yeah. You're right. And you just are you're just trying to keep your legs churning to keep you going and keep it moving and do that whole thing. And uh and it just felt like today you go, Well, to read the article, you gotta stop. Yeah. You have to stop if you're using that visual of the sand hill you have to stop and read it there and you just it's just man I, I was speaking with brian at hot sauces today who lost a daughter and just those kind of things and i say it again all the time and he and i joked about it i say to people all the time when they say how's dave doing i say don't ask me how dave's doing let me tell dave that you're thinking about him or keep fighting the good fight and then two weeks later, hey, how's Dave? And you're like, God damn it. People just don't know what to say. I know. You know, they don't, don't mean know well, what to but say. You're closer to this family than anybody. I mean, yeah. you, you know. I mean, you know, right before we went on there, my wife walked right by you. And every time yeah. somebody walks by you, like, or, or someone of our family sees you, I think we all try and put the face on. But then I, I, I know what their faces look like. Everybody, right. Everybody's broken. Right. right. 
Uh, you know, and so, Rita doesn't have the same face she had a year ago at this no, time. No. You know? Uh, and uh, she still looks great. Don't let her hear that. You know, I'll be doing this from the fucking <laughs> van. <laughs> but, I, but I know what you mean. Um, and I, I don't want to spend the whole thing being a drag, but it's just, Dave, when you said, how was the weekend, like, Jake's a September guy. I'm a yeah, September exactly. guy. And a couple of weeks apart and the whole thing where it's there. And it's just, man, you, everybody, I was saying to my son's driving home last night, I was saying everybody has grief. Somebody, yeah. there are problems. And I can't speak for the Palais family, but I tell my kids all the time, look, there are a million people who would drop everything to change places with me in a second. Jeff, that's your biggest problem? I'll take it. Here's my problems. Fucking deal with them. And I'm aware of it, and I say it to my kids all the time. But grief is grief, and, and you fight it. And I just sat there today, and I read it, and it just really, like, it all comes back. And here's the other thing, and Dave, I, I don't know. I mean, I'll just I'll kind of speak on behalf of the board. I couldn't be more thankful for everybody, as Dave just said, who continues to donate. Um, that money is all secure in the bank. Yep. Not a nickel of that has been touched. Nope. Um, we could validate it for anybody. Not a nickel has been touched. But the hardest thing right now is when people are saying, so what's first? And I'm like, <laughs> what's first is we're all trying to keep each other up and especially trying to keep Rita up and Dave up and Josh up because remember, uh, or some of you know, maybe you don't in two weeks, Jake would have been 21. Yep. On the 26. And then the month after that's the one year. And these are all days that are looming ahead. And then it's, you know, it's the first birthday. It's the first anniversary. And like I said to Brian today, just as a team, we're going to get through these. And then at some point, we will keep those legs churning and we will determine what the project is and where we're going with it, the whole thing. But unlike a year ago when we had that hard deadline of August 1st yeah. because that was the 20th anniversary of the show and we knew for Rancho Coastal and Alpha Project and everybody else, like this is, this is a lot more strenuous and emotional and a grind for me, Dave. I can't, I, that's why I don't even ask. Yeah. I'm just like, shit, if it's a grind for me, I'm going to assume for Dave and Rita, it's magnified by 10,000 and we'll just figure it out. But Jake's projects moves forward. We're all incredibly thrilled by it. Kyle Fluger did a beautiful job on the website. I think I mentioned on Wednesday, uh, Tim Haggerty from, uh, El Paso from the Chihuahuas has sent me a box with baseball signed by the all-star teams. Yep. So for me to be able to send that link to the website back means so much. Look, I, I have a responsibility to John Conniff, uh, and to Tim Haggerty and Jojo Tarantino friends that are like, Hey dude, we got this stuff. And I love the energy they have because I'm like, yes, I've got these signed baseballs. We got to find a place for them. And we have a responsibility for every one of you who's donated via the website from $10 to $25, $500 a day from Nina Detrow. Um, 
Billy and Pete and Larry and all the rest of you, look, man, we have a responsibility to all of you. We don't we don't take that lightly. We'll get it all up and running and make you guys all real proud. Abs- proud. And make Jake proud, too. Absolutely. Well, the, the reason I, I was asking you about the birthday first was because mm-hmm. it kind of goes around of why you celebrate everything. You never, right. You never know. So that's why I always say, you know, you go ahead. And, and I think I grew up in a household where – we didn't have that attitude. Not, yeah. not saying that, you know, you don't, we didn't have a birthday cake every year, but yeah. you know, you, you say there, hey, you never know how life's going to go and what you're going to, your memories are going to be of it. It's one of those, uh, I remember a couple of years ago, I could tell you exactly. It's kind of weird how, how things go, but I remember 2017 was ending mm-hmm. and I was saying 2018 from this point in my life on, I'm going to try and do more things that I haven't experienced. I want to try yeah. and experience more things. Live like you're dying, Tim McGraw. Oh, my God. You aren't kidding. And then, like, January 1st, 2018, everything got horrible. Um, But I remember saying, I'm going to go to every party I'm invited to. I'm going to... I might go to the beach more because I don't go to the beach like I should. I'm going to go take more vacations because I never take a vacation. All, yeah. all that shit. Like I went to New York last year was one of those things on my list that I wanted to do. Yeah. Yankee Stadium, Fenway Park, right. stuff I wanted to do. And I and you don't do a lot of those things. I don't do a lot of those things that, that I probably should do. I like the fact that you said you went to LA yesterday. When I saw yeah. the picture of your dad, I thought your dad came down here. I didn't realize no, you went up, up there. in the marina. But again, that you you make an effort to leave the house, yeah, to to go out and experience life. You know, as as my oldest son says all the time, nobody remembers the day that they stayed home. Yeah, you know, right? you know, yeah. says it all the time. I mean, he told me today we're watching the Charger game. He just turns and looks at me, goes, "You know where I'm going in two weeks?" And I go, "Where are you going?" He goes, "I'm going to Thailand." He is, and I go, <laughs> I go "Are you?" And he goes, "I'm going to Thailand for two weeks." Because I've never been to Thailand, never thought I'd go to Thailand, but that's where I'm going. Right. And well, was, there's a bunch of YouTube videos he needs to watch. <laughs> I was like, okay. But that'd be something I would never fucking do. Right. I would never go to Thailand. Would you go to London? I would go to London. London's right. I, I would go to yeah. London. And, and the it's thing is, too. he was going to go to Italy. The, he was going to go with his uncle who who backed out on him. And he's like, fuck yeah. it. He ended up changing from Italy to Thailand. Nice. And, but he's, and he says to me all the time, when are we going to Wrigley Field? When are we going oh, here? When are we best. going here? Yeah. And so it's one of those things where... Hell, I got to do more things. Yeah. You know, you, and you know, my excuse now, I'll tell you, well, I, I got too many kids that I coach. I don't have time to get away or my dog is, is blind in one eye and I don't yeah. know much longer she has. I'm not going anywhere, but yeah, there, there's shit I, I want to do. You know what I've, I've never fucking done ever. And I've lived in California most of my life. I've never even tried to surf. Oh, wow. Ever. Oh, you know? I, yeah. And it's one of those things. Hell, I should probably try and surf right. at least one time. Even if I fall on my ass 80 times in a row. You can say you did it. Set, did I have I ever attempted it? Right. Yeah. You, you got to put together. I mean, David is. It becomes a bucket list, right? Yeah. I mean, it really does. Why not? Because, it's right there. It's ten minutes away. Yeah. It's cool because uh, you mentioned things like a going to see people. I've got two of them for you. In the next two weeks on Tuesday nights. This Tuesday night, uh, having a beer with our old pal John Jednak. Really? Johnny Jednak, old school, 690. First guy, one of the first guys I met in radio. Him and Brad Sessman the same night. Dude, two. And Coach Contera. Right. Three great dudes. <laughs> three really, really great guys. And John Jednak hit me up the other day, fight fan like I am, and we're going to get a beer on Tuesday night. And then uh, Jordan Bean. Our really? old buddy Jordan Bean in two weeks. So if CT3 you're around- from the Dodgers? Same guy? <laughs> But if you're around, I'll uh, I'll hit you, you up if you, you want to come up to PB and meet us. You know what? I, I, I would. I got a parent meeting. I'm sorry. 
Otherwise, you I would. Even know what day. day it is? Tuesday. Two you said. Oh, in two in two weeks I'll go. I, yeah. I thought you meant this Tuesday. No, Jednick. This, but it's those kind of things. And um, I was supposed to go back to Montreal. I got out of that trip, but uh, Montreal is a great city. It just yeah. was going to be fly on Thursday back home Monday. That's a grind, and it gives up a weekend with my kids. So I had something else going that I couldn't do. So I'm out of Montreal, but, and I was going to get off the Toronto trip, but like there are certain cities where you just have to go and you got to go and you got to hang out. Toronto's an insanely fun city. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Like I'm going. And my sons were like, yeah, they've got something going. They're going to go. Um, I don't know. They have. It worked out great because they have buddies that wanted to do like a weekend sleepover. Yeah. So if I'm gone over a weekend, we can kind of check two boxes. But David, it's, it's just those kind of things. It's the one thing that I say to them anytime we hang out is my goal for every weekend with them is to make at least one memory. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and for the most part, we get it. But there are some times for a weekend where it is just the absolute best to have three guys jammed on the couch with a bunch of pillows and the cat and the dog and you just watch 20 hours of what's ever on the DVR and you just hang. You finally get up at about three, take a shower, and you, we try to go have like at least a nice dinner or do something. Yeah. But I said to him, look, they go all week, I go all week. Sometimes you just hang out and laugh and, and be in each other's company is the only memory you need. But um, but yeah, Dave, you should. Wrigley Field, I did this year a couple of weeks ago, and it was great. And I told you, I felt like at the time when I got back, I think I was here two nights later, I said, yeah, you know, I kind of feel like I checked that box. Yeah. It's done. A buddy of mine at work was in the Wrigley bleachers. The other day, um, wherever we were, uh, I'm trying to think of where my son, maybe we were at dinner Friday night and they were on TV and you look at Wrigley and all of a sudden I was like, Oh yeah. And you go, Oh yeah, I would definitely go back. I would definitely go back. That wasn't just a one and done. Um, yeah, I would like to do that again when you're seeing pictures from the bleachers cool. and the whole thing. Yeah, it's great. So those are the kind of things where you go, yeah, you got to get out and do it. You just have to be smart and go, uh, Togerson's definitely coloring his hair. I just I, looked uh, up at the screen. Uh, sorry, I just looked up at yeah. NBC. You can't I, have that gray a beard and that dark a hair. <laughs> sorry. What's the deal with the you, As you jumped to that, what's the deal with everybody excited about the white beard all of a sudden? You notice that? People no. are going with the white beard. Like, look at it. Anthony Lynn right there. Anthony Lynn. People love the white beard. I don't understand it. Togerson's a good kid, too. That's funny as shit. But, um, but yeah, I like it. I like that idea that, that you're going to do that and go out and do it. You should do it. Yeah. No, no, that's the that's the goal is just to, to knock up more things off. You know, you mentioned London. 100% I would do London. I'm not looking forward to the food. I hear the food's not great. But, I, but it just depends on where you go. Where anything. should I go? Well, I have. <laughs> Are we you have the a, guy that ate nothing but bread, radishes, and wine? No, that's <laughs> when I was broke on the trains. I was not broke, and it was bread and wine. I couldn't oh, even afford for the radishes. radishes. 
Uh, I would have, believe me, <laughs> taken a bunch of those. No, our buddy Nick lives over there. I could get That's you right. hooked up. Yeah, he'd tell you where to go. Nick will take care of you. That's funny. And my, my sister was this there for the first time a couple weeks ago. Was not looking forward to it. Loved it. So it's her favorite place. Oh, I have a friend at work who just quit and is flying there. I think she flies Friday and starts school on Monday. Yeah. It, cool. Look, it's different. I went there when I was 19 and lived there for a year. And I left here where you figure you know everything and you don't know shit. And traveled and and Did got you drive it. when you were there at all? Oh, God, no. I almost got hit by a car so every day of my life. <laughs> Dude, I every to... day I lived there, I almost got hit by a car. I lived there for a year. Could That's what I was saying. Could you flip your head to say this no. is how I need to drive? No, never. I, I couldn't be a mailman either because mailmen drive like that. Oh, wait. How the fuck's a mailman do that? That's one. Okay, no, here's my fun. two driving stories I that I'm this. incredibly impressed by. Yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm incredibly impressed by mailmen who drive on the right side of the car all day for work and then to go home, drive on the left side. That's Sorry, dude. That's impressive. Give them their goddamn due. Okay, Togerson reads a teleprompter really well. I like it, but he doesn't have to go home and read it like dyslexic. Like, that's it. And then the other guys, and I've said this today forever. We never had race car guys on the show. Yeah, but I always wanted to have Jimmy Johnson or one of the We've had Jimmy Johnson on. We did. Yeah, we've had him on. I don't remember. But I think you literally you've asked him this question. Did I ask the him? one you're about to say right now? How do you spend three hours driving 275 miles an hour around a tight turn? And then when you leave on Monday and you got to bring your kids to school, you got to drive 25 miles yeah, an hour without getting a ticket, without yeah. getting a ticket <laughs> or yeah. I mean, if we all drive, I'm consistently 80 every day. Are you right? I mean, isn't everybody yeah, that's somewhere about, right. about 80? So now if you're 80 and then you're like, all right, great. I'm driving 80 to work. I drive 80 back. And then they said to you, great, you can drive 80 on Monday. But Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you're going to drive 20 yeah. each way. 20? <laughs> Fucking be here. What? That's what those son of a guns do in a jumpsuit. It's, a, it's impressive. That is funny as shit. So, yeah. Crazy. I can't figure it out. Can't figure it out. You gonna watch Garrett Richards tomorrow night? Yeah, well, I've I've watched every one of these fucking games. Watch. Did you watch anything this weekend? I almost admire you for not watching the football because for yeah. me, for me, well, I love fo- I love the NFL. No, I just no, today I know you had do, but, you're, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, you're you're catching up right now as we're we're doing the show. You're kind of looking up to see yeah. who won. For me, and I feel like I wasted the day. There are four teams that I follow, which is ridiculous. But I follow what the Rams do, the Raiders yeah. do, the Titans, and the Chargers. Yeah. Win a loss, I watch the games. Sure. So I knew I could have two TVs in this room. I could watch the two morning yeah. games. I'm watching the, the Chargers and Titans. They both lost. Watching the Rams and Raiders. Rams won. And then um, and, and then that that's it. But then I'm like, I wasted basically six hours of my day. You were out actually living mm-hmm. life. Yeah. You see, what you see what I'm saying? Yeah, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, there's nothing you you, you missed out on. I mean, okay. I basically wasted six hours sitting in this fucking garage where it's 120 degrees. <laughs> you know, but but that that's 
that's about it. It's just what my my thing is I'm also watching the Padres because we got this crazy bet going. I'm dead. You know, <laughs> they got to go ten and four basically shit. for you to win. Well, they won't. <laughs> well, They'll go uh, eight I mean, and six. They'll fuck me by two games. They, they They'll will. go they eight will. and six. They're going to give you some hope. It's going to uh, come down they to like might Arizona. As well just go at this point. I swear to God, Dave. I hope they go two and twelve down this stretch just to get it over with. Just yeah, like throw the damn towel, so, like. <laughs> They go to Colorado, they get swept. Right. Very frustrating. So, But in Colorado, you, it's hard to get a read. I don't expect anything from Garrett Richards. He hasn't done anything in his minor minor league rehabs. He's looked terrible. That's a, I thought he was fine for Elsinore. Oh, he's been getting rocked. For Elsinore, maybe. But otherwise, they say he doesn't look like a major league pitcher right now. Like, if he was a minor league pitcher, there's no way he'd be getting a start for he, the Padres. This he, is this is AJ trying to prove to Ron that see it was a good signing. Oh, I don't think it's that at all. Then why, think, why would you play him? It's fucking September. I'll, I'll tell you exactly why you do it because you do it for the player. You do it for the player to give him the feeling of back being on a major league mound in an absolutely meaningless game. But at least for him, Dave, he doesn't coming off the Tommy John surgery. He doesn't have to fucking think about it all off season. It gives him a chance to go out. Go through his day-to-day routine, his game-day routine, do everything he's going to do, run out of the dugout, be on a major league field, face major league batters, the whole thing. Whether he goes an inning and a third and gives up six earned runs, it doesn't matter. You're doing it for the player to give him that chance to face a live batter in a major league field. Completely different. That's why I throw the minor league shit out, too. He's not a minor league pitcher. He's a major league pitcher. You're giving him that opportunity from the mental perspective of the game. What if Let, he gets killed? What if he gives up 10 I, runs in three I don't innings? think it matters at all. I really don't. I don't think it matters at all because he can work on his continuing rehab, do all those things that are going to make him stronger. He'll have a full spring training, and you can see it. It's just that idea that he doesn't have to spend all offseason thinking about that night. It's hundred percent the reason why he's pitching tomorrow is to get him back on the horse get him on the horse and see how he goes i guarantee it. what do you think his pitch count is tomorrow 40 is he even 40 fuck i have no idea yeah i, I don't know Dude, i mean uh, here, okay so here's the deal tomorrow he's going to pitch at 4 40 in the afternoon yeah okay our time right 4 40 on monday against zach davies in milwaukee yeah Perfect. Okay, Milwaukee has something to to win for. The Padres sure. obviously don't, except for you're part of this bet. Yeah. But <laughs> for Garrett Richards, I, I hope he does well. When he was with the Angels, he was my favorite guy because he was the best player they had, yeah. best pitcher they had. And at the same time, he just was always known for not lasting a season. But as soon as he throws that first pitch tomorrow, that guy is going to feel like, I'm back. What if he pulls a Dravecki and his arm snaps? You son of a bitch. I swear to God. I swear to God. I would tase you in the face right now if I had one. <laughs> God damn. His arm won't snap. We'll be fine. Oh, oh we'll, thanks. We'll, we'll be fine. I, you know, But that's what it's about. Getting back. Dave, you know better than anybody. It's the mental part of it. Don't make I, him I fucking think I just, about it. That's why I just don't think he's ready. I don't think he's looked good enough leading up to this. I, oh, I'd say oh, really? just take the winner Is off. Right? Come back in the spring. There's no rush. Oh, I didn't know you were such a I don't know. I just don't think it's going to go. I don't think it's going to go well. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, well, good. First time okay. you've been honest about the Padres all year, you okay. dick. Over under. What do you think? How many runs does he give up? Uh Oh, definitely under eight. <laughs> Da! 
da, 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 da. You've been great. Two. I thought you were going to go two. two. Eight. No, but nobody gives a shit. It's not. It's not. Dave, he's not going out to win the ERA title tomorrow. He's not going out to do anything except just remind himself that he's back. <clears throat> oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Look, well, man. It's worth watching. I'll be paying attention. You'll be in the car on the way home. Well, I'll tell you this, and I'm as guilty of it as anybody, and I don't know how many in Padres Twitter are guilty of it or not. I don't know. I can only say I was. I really thought Paddock had hit the wall. I thought Paddock had hit the wall. I thought they needed to shut him down. I, I didn't know what the heck was going on with yeah. him. Dude, what a tribute to the organization. What a tribute to Paddock. 100% couldn't have been more wrong than that kid. Found a way to fight through it. You can see it in his confidence. Yep. I heard him on an interview the other day. He sounded great. and He's your best chance to win when he takes the hill. Dude, it's great, though. But, Dave, you know what I'm talking about. There yeah, were games not that long ago, and they just let him keep going. Yeah, he's he's. you're right. He's, he's looked better. He's had a hard time beating the better teams this I year. I got it. But, it but, but overall, no, I agree with you. As a, as a rookie pitcher with an ERA in the mid-threes, yeah. he's done pretty good. Right, where – he was and at, they're going to let him pitch this week. With Last week, I thought they said that was his last game of the year. Yeah. All of a sudden, he's pitching Wednesday or Tuesday against Gio Gonzalez. Uh, yeah. All right. Um, if For me, if you were saying, you know what? That's about it. That's about where we're going to go. But you can't live life scared. No. You, you know, really can't. You know the move that where the Padres messed up? And not just the Padres, but every team in the National League West outside of the Diamondbacks who didn't need a second baseman? Because everyone needed one. Yeah. The Dodgers, the Padres, the, the Giants, everybody LeMahieu. needed one. DJ LeMahieu. Yeah. Because we all saw him for years. And we yeah. all saw him play very well for years. And then here he was. But yet they go out and sign Ian Kinsler. And LeMahieu well, was sitting there saying, I need a goddamn job. Well, the Kinsler thing would have been fine if it was a one-year deal. If you had signed Kinsler for one, and you're like, look, he's going to be a one-year utility guy, stopgap, and he helps us out if Urias struggles like he did in September, you go, all right. I mean, LeMayhew would have been cool, but LeMayhew may be looking for multi-year. We get Kinsler on a one-year deal, and off he goes. We give him a two-year deal. And now there's bullshit that you read in the paper today that, oh, he's one hit shy of 2,000, so you may have problems with the players' union if you cut him. And oh, Well, then you should have got a hit before. Right. It's not our fault. Right. You had about plenty of plate yeah. appearances. And you know what? You flipped off some little kids in row four. <laughs> you flipped off some little kids. <laughs> you thugs. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I in years past... When they would talk about that it was going to be an aggressive offseason, yeah. I would say it was all BS. And considering what they've done the last, last two offseasons, yep. where they just went out and got Hosmer and then went out and got Machado, I, I can't, we can't dismiss them anymore. When they go, hey, we're going to be aggressive, they're going to trade guys this year, I hope the so. offseason. Like, they... I think they all feel like it's a really, really short window now because if you're this team a year from now, God dang, you're, you're dead. Yeah, you're dead right now. You know, Theo Epstein made an interesting point on what it takes to win, and he says you have to be better than everybody else and at worst average in every position on the field. Wow. So and he's not wrong. I mean, the no. guy's won World Series. But look, Greg Garcia might be a great guy. Greg Garcia is not average. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Ty France is an average. You look at the, these numbers that these guys have, you don't have players close to matching to Tatis Jr. Got a lot of 4A guys. Yeah. A lot and, of 4A guys on this team. So but, I, I, let me throw three pitchers at you and tell me if me you're interested it. in signing any of them, okay? Mm-hmm. First one's Garrett Cole, because a lot of people think Garrett Cole's coming back to Southern California. I think it's, it's the Angels if he comes back. I think he ends up with the Angels or the Yankees. But Garrett Cole, would you make a bid for him? Yeah, I could see Strasburg going to the Angels. Really? Not uh, Strasburg to the Pots? No, I don't okay. think so. No, because he's walking away from 4 and 100 for the Nationals. But for Garrett Cole, I think Garrett Cole will get paid. Uh, wouldn't shock me if the Giants jump in on Garrett Cole. Yeah. Because the Giants have big money. I think the Pods will be in the game. Um, but I think when you're looking at Patino and Gore and Paddock, like you're feeling like, well, wait a minute. We've got young guys coming up that are pretty good. Um, I think a lot of us would like to see Garrett Cole here, but I'm going to say no. He is. I think they're in the talks, um, but I don't think he ends up here. Strasburg, that was my next one. I don't think Strasburg ends up here. I think he goes to the Angels. Again, wow. Again, a Boris guy walking away from 4-100, and 100, assuming he opts out. He's the highest paid guy in baseball this season. Wow, yeah. Thirty-seven million dollars. I mean, they're, this year. they're not going to walk away from four and a hundred to come and do three for sixty. So uh, I'm going to say no on him. I think he's angels. Hunjin Ryu could win the Cy Young. What do you think that's costing? I don't know what that. No, I, I wouldn't even know what the numbers are. I have no him. idea either. I have no idea either. Hmm. Mm, I, say I, say, no. I, I say no too. I stay yeah. away from him. Yeah, I think uh, he hasn't looked good the last month. Yeah, I don't think that's. Now keep in mind is that a Logan White guy. Yeah, probably is a Logan White guy. Yeah, uh, maybe we don't dismiss it as easily. I'm still going to say no. Say no on all three of those guys. Um, I looked at East Village Times today. You know, they talked about Jacob Drazi, who had a great year for the Twins. Um, did point out the fact that Adrazi's been one of these guys that goes like five and a third every night. Look, you got to find a guy that can give you a legit six or seven. You just cannot yeah. do this shit every night where you got guys going four. Um, I don't think Lauer's in the mix anymore, but I think if you're looking at Garrett Richards in the mix, uh, Paddock in the mix, Luke Casey. And then you start wondering about where are Patino and Gore are those guys next year. I really hope Gore is next year for sure. Yeah. I'd like to see Patino next year too, but I'd love to see right. Gore next year. But then you talk about Morhone, right? Michelle Baez. I mean, some of these guys who oh, fucking uh, Bolanos just came up and pitched pretty good the other. I mean, there's some young arms here, man. So um, I just I don't know who the guys are going to be, but I I don't know. I just. I, I wouldn't set my hopes up too high on Garrett Cole. And if they go out and get him, shit, pretty exciting. But I'm just not setting my hopes up that high. Yeah, just curious to know. So yeah. my, my thing is uh, some of those guys in the minors, I agree with you, the window's short, and it's time to start trading some of those guys to get some established veterans. But I do think it's going to be a really, really interesting offseason. I, I, I do too. That, I don't think they sit pat. I think no. they got to be aggressive. Yep, and and – well, that means Andy's out the whole... I, look, I think Andy's the first domino to fall. Yeah. And I think he's out. Uh, I have Would this, not surprise me at all. I have this, and I hesitate to even put it out there. 
but we don't hide stuff on the podcast. And if this happens, um, I don't want to come back to you in a month and say, oh, yeah, I heard about that. And all of you are going, huh, whatever. I got a really, really weird. You know what? I'm going to do this. Oh, uh, Jesus. I'm going to do this. I'm going to I'm going to follow up tomorrow. No, Dave, cuz it it would it's impacting a member of the Padres organization. Okay. And I don't really want to just throw it out there. Be irresponsible to throw it out there. I'll just say uh let me let me do some checking around between now and uh whatever night we're back here Wednesday, Tuesday. Are you afraid to say Travis Jankowski's not coming back? It's a lot bigger impact than Travis Jankowski. I'll leave it at that. A lot bigger fucking impact than him. Um, I, when night are we back here? Thir- Thursday? You tell me. Uh, it I, might be Wednesday. I could probably okay, come down I can Wednesday. I do any day but Tuesday. All right. So we'll probably uh, we'll probably be down here Wednesday night. Let me check around because I, I hadn't even told you this story. It was weird, and then we'll see if we want to circle around. But just uh, a weird, weird thing happened, and I'll leave it at that. It's a little bit of a teaser for Wednesday night show, and I promise you, We'll uh we'll open Wednesday night show, and I'll I'll give you the heads up, and I may even tell you right or wrong who the person involved is. How's that? Okay, good deal. All yeah. right, all right, cool. Let me get through this, and then when we get through this, I'm gonna say something on there that's gonna change somebody's life. Oh, great. Okay. Want to mention the guys because right now it's so freaking hot in here. I want to mention yeah. first Alan Taylor, Taylor uh. Made Pools. Because holy shit, if you're like me, you wish you had a pool in the backyard. Alan Taylor, Taylor Made Pools, he's the guy that can change your backyard and make your place a place people want to hang out. You need that brand new pool. You want to make that backyard a staycation. The grotto, as Jeff always mentions, yep. like the Playboy Mansion. Alan Taylor can make it happen for you. It's easy. All you have to do is call this number, 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. I saw an interview with Marie Osmond last week. Did you nice. see that? No, I did not, but she looks great. She said she was offered $5 million to pose for Playboy, and she said no. A, I'm going to ask you, do you believe that Half offered her $5 million, Marie Osmond? What year? Uh, 25 years ago. Yeah, I, I buy it. $5 million? Yeah. We, Would it have been worth it? Yeah. I saw her once at Disneyland. Like, I ran into her at Disneyland. She looked great. No kidding. Dude, fantastic. How would she have fit in at the grotto? <laughs> her head would have fell off. Huh? Her head would have fell off. Would have gone right. against her moral code. When she saw Jimmy Kahn? Yes. In all of his antics, <laughs> as Coach describes it? Hey, I'm just saying, Jimmy Kahn, I know his antics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that goddamn grotto would have been perfect, right? You need it. You know what I think you guys need? I think what you need to do is come together as a community. And Al Taylor is your guy. I'm going to say this, and you can get as upset as you want, but when I tell you the kicker, you're going to realize I'm right. I think it's time to give up the neighborhood Christmas lights project. Because, really, it started off good, and then at the end, it became a pissing contest between two guys, and then egos get involved, feelings get hurt. And it's no longer about the kids. It's about everything else going on. And we need to save that energy anyways. So you know what you do? You say, hey, we're done. The Christmas lights are gone. We're going to have one tree in the corner over there, and that's it. Because instead... We're going to build the community Lazy River. Yes. 
Right? Nobody's in a bad mood at the Lazy River. It's fantastic. And when that guy who lives across the street that always is a little weird and his niece comes by again, <laughs> although she doesn't look anything like his last niece, wink, wink. You know, well, let's see what happens when we get her out in the river. That's it. All your answers are solved. That's my big yeah. pitch, Dave. I think as communities, we should get away from Christmas lights. It's burning up all our energy. I guarantee it's impacting the climate and yep. all the polar bears. Instead, <laughs> let's get to the lazy river, and the guy who can do it for you is Al Taylor, Taylor Made Pools. I love it. I love it. want to mention Dan Williams as well. Dan Williams is the one who, of course, all of a sudden has gotten quiet when the Padres either go 10-4 and four <laughs> down the stretch. But he's really good with numbers, and I know he can figure it out. He's yeah. the guy who can help you with all the numbers that you need as well. Most importantly, he's the guy to go, to help your money last a little bit further. Be smart with your money. We say this all the time. Be smart with your money. It's one of the things Jeff has preached on the show for the last 20 years when he talks about Padre baseball. His number is 858-688-6813. Everybody needs help in this. 858-688-6813. Be extremely smart with your money. Dan Taylor's your guy. Yeah, I tell you, Dave, it's one thing to borrow the money. It's a whole different thing to repay the money. Just having conversations with friends that are homeowners. And I was thinking about Dan Williams when I said to him, man, is there the feeling of writing a mortgage payment? And I had one friend say, I swear to God, it feels like I write a mortgage check every eight days. Yes. And I go, I know, but it's pretty cool being current on your mortgage, right? They go, yeah, absolutely. It's cool. And we just were kind of joking about the sense of accomplishment that we've talked about on the on the show. Look, stressful nights, I talked about it. People that would change places with me in a minute, I know plenty of them. It's people that could be 45 days or 60 days behind on their mortgage, could be facing a foreclosure. Please don't let that be you. Get Dan's two books. First one is Borrow Smart, Repay Smart. Second one, How to Purchase a Home with No Down Payment. Man, they are gonna give you such a peace of mind, but more importantly, a brilliant blueprint to owning a home and being able to afford it. You can get them both, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. Then follow it up with a call at 858-688-6813. I also want to mention Brian over there at Hot Sauces. And more Jeff mentioned today because of Brian, he had a great day with his boys. Don't forget, Hot Sauces and more. It's right there in the Otai Ranch Mall right next to Macy's, right, be, right in front of their big main entrance. It's the store right next door. You can't miss it. Again, Hot Sauce and more. Everything you need to make the barbecue perfect. My wife said to me just last night, she says, look, we move in our new place. I'm not doing one of these big built-in barbecues. You never use it, so we're gonna get a oh. big. We're gonna get a big green egg. Oh, nice! And I said, absolutely. That's the way we're gonna go. He's gonna show me how to use it, and we're gonna we're gonna learn how to basically do everything that I'm supposed to be doing as a man. Yeah. And you can act like a man, and that's exactly what uh, the direction I'm gonna go. Hot sauce and more. Brian's gonna be my guy. All right, I have a very serious question for a lot of you out there. I said it earlier tonight. My son, who's 11, said, "I want to learn how to grill." And I took him out. I showed him everything from corn on the cob to burgers. We talked about steaks. We talked about chicken, the whole thing, brats, the whole deal. This is, and as much as we bust balls on this show, I'm being 100% sincere. Dave has said, and I've teased Dave forever, that Dave has this incredibly cool barbecue on the back patio, and he never uses it. And I know why. He won't admit it. 
Because the last thing you want to do is tell your family, hey, we're going to go over and I'm going to get steaks and I'm going to cook steaks. And it's going to end up being that scene from She's Having a Baby. Yes, it, it shocks me that this thing can be burnt to a crisp on one side and blood raw on the other. It's, nobody wants it. The whole deal. So I talked is this to... dirt? What is this? Dirt? How <laughs> <laughs> ballet and I both knew that scene was great. So I talked to Brian today, and this is what I pitched, and he's 100% in. Next year, around Father's Day, so we've, we're a few months out. We're about nine months out. But coming up over the next couple of months, we're going to get a group of guys together. It's going to be the Dave Palais Invitational, and it's going to take place right down here at the Otay Ranch Mall. And what we're going to do is for those guys like Dave that say, you know what, man, I just, I would dig it on game day, on on fight night or whatever, whether it's for myself, my buddies, it's our anniversary, it's my wife's birthday. We want to do burgers, we want to do steaks, we want to do all that thing. It's going to be Grilling 101. This is the point that is going to make everybody crash their car. So hang on to your steering wheel for two minutes while I tell you this part. What I said to Brian is, when we're doing the Day Palais Invitational Grilling 101, the most important thing to me is there will be absolutely zero hazing. Meaning... Like it. Yeah. No, Dave, it's true. Yeah. Because if you guys are all coming out, you're like, hey, man, I've never really grilled a burger, but I'd like to. It doesn't do you any good to, to treat you like a douche. It'd be like, oh, cool. Come here. Walk you through it. I said that night at, at one of these steak places where they make you grill your own steak... I saw a guy about to cut right into like a $20 steak. And I just, you know, there's yeah. no benefit in that. So we're going to get a group of people together. Like I said, no hazing at all. We're just going to walk you through it. Brian's going to help. We're going to get a few other guys that are really, really talented at it. And we talked about everything. If you want to learn brats, if just, if you want to do burgers, you want to do prime rib, right? Tri-tip, steaks, the whole thing. So Dave, when you get that big green egg, like, yep. dude, I know what I'm doing, whether it's for yourself, you and, and Josh watching the game, you want to cook for Rita, the whole deal, you'll be rolling and it'll be a blast. We're going to do it. And I thank Brian for, for stepping up and could not say enough to me today. You guys say the word for what you need for Jake's projects. And I'm going to be there. It's the same way Dan Williams has been. It's the same way uh, Alan Taylor's been, it's the same way Brian Curry's been. We just couldn't be more thankful for the guys that are partners on the show. But if you want to be part of the Dave Palais Invitational, again, I'm telling you, nobody's busting your balls. You go, man, I got this grill. I don't know how to use it. We want you to come down and be a part of it. I'm sure we can get a couple of wall chips guys to come down. And, uh, and we just want you to be able to fire it up during football season so you can have a blast doing it. We'll get you all squared away. Absolutely. Also, Brian Curry, again, of course, selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. He's the guy walking us through the process right now of selling our house and finding us a place to live in our next place. Brian's your guy as well. Again, he knows San Diego County better than anywhere else. Why would you sit there and call anybody else? Everybody knows at least three people that say they sell real estate. How many people actually make a living doing it? Brian is fantastic at what he does. 619-251-1588. 619-251-1588. I got to just circle back to one thing and I'll tell you about BC. For the Palais Invitational, it's ages 16 and up. Men and women obviously are welcome. 
Well, I said it for guys, but if you're a woman and you're like, hey, I own a grill, I want to know what I'm doing, love to have you at that too. Didn't want to feel like you were left out. Every night's ladies' night. Every night's ladies' night on the grill. Um, You know, I will say this. I have taken a lot, and because I have the intestinal fortitude uh, of an Iron Man, I could take it. But when I came on here and I said about my own situation with Brian Curry, the one thing I dictated from the start was, look, we're not going to spend the money in that shithole known as IB. <laughs> a lot of people were like, oh, hey, 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 man. That's where John from Cincinnati moved. And I was like, I couldn't give less of a shit. We're not going to IB. And what happens every night on the news? It's a legitimate shithole. It is a legit, right? Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, you're 100% right. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, man. I'm not I'm not blaming the people of IB. I'm sure there's great people. They're getting no help at all. There's a whole story there, but you know what? That's your story for the IB podcast. This is the Dave and Jeff podcast. I'm talking about Brian Curry. We don't buy fucking houses in IB. <laughs> you did? Godspeed to you. Okay? But I got to look out for my boy here. He's getting ready to move. I'm getting ready to move. And guess what? We're not going to be your fucking neighbors. You don't need to worry about hurrying down to Dolly's Muffins and getting a basket of poppy seeds for Dave and Rita because they're not fucking coming. Got it? We clear? Good. Now, if you're in IB and your feelings are hurt, guess what? Brian has a hazmat suit. He's got a gas mask, and he will sell your fucking house. He'll do it. You know, I've watched this America's Got Talent with my yeah. kids. There's always some asshole on there who's got a, a deck of playing cards, and then all of a sudden he rubs, and the eight of diamonds goes away, and everybody gets a little stiffy. Fuck that. <laughs> the magician is Brian Curry being able to sell a house from IB. You sell that, and I'll give you the golden buzzer, Curry. That's it. Um, it's a great time, man. It's a great time to live in San Diego. You're seeing it all around. If you are a buyer, you need somebody who's going to help you because homes are being listed and homes are coming off the market. And more importantly, if you're a seller like Palais, there's nothing worse than selling and going, well, God, my house sold really quick. Uh, did I get enough for exactly. it? Exactly. Brian's going to walk you through the whole thing, make sure you're covered. Absolutely. I also want no IB. You know, I also want to mention Kyle Pfluger. Again, 619-500-6621. He's the guy for the perfect website. I don't know what you're waiting for. If business isn't what you expect it to be, a lot of it could do because your website looks terrible. 619-500-6621. Let Kyle work his magic. All right, I have a question for you. Talk about Kyle working his magic. Any yeah. of us who follow, follow him on social media have been having a great time. Uh, <laughs> has been having a great time putting up videos of him Singing, which is great. Yes. I love when they yes. do that. I love that stuff, man. I wouldn't have the courage to do that. Plus, he's good. I can play guitar. I love when Tad Ryan does it from Disappointing Joseph. Listen, Give Me Shelter was a song that was incredibly important to me about a year ago. Yep. But I'm really, really happy that where I was a year ago and where I am today are two different places for the benefit now. I just was sitting there the other day. And I had a flashback. Remember uh, Larry Sanders' show? Yeah. Where they had the guy. Okay, well, I hope Flugs can do a little better. I think we need Flugs to do a theme song. I think it's oh, time cool. to say the Gimme Shelter era of this show 
has kind of come and gone. I listened to um, a show that we did the other day. What the, what was it? It was one I was just talking about the other day. I, I had it up online. It was really, really good. Oh, I know what it was. It was the Mike Pomeran show yeah. from 9-11 that I posted. And it was when we had those guys singing about putting their middle finger in the air. Yeah. That song was yeah. funny. But I think, Dave, I think we're fine with moving away from Gimme Shelter. And I think we may need flugs if it's instrumental, if yeah. he wants to add a few vocals. I'm all for it. He, we in? Yeah, go ahead. That's fine with me. You know what's funny is I liked the... Uh, do you remember Gary Shandling had his show before... The That's Sanders what I'm saying. Show. Oh, wait, the one on Fox or the one That's on what I'm HBO? That's talking about. When it was singing, this is Gary Shandling oh, yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Gary, yeah, I thought you were talking about, about the one that was no, on HBO. No, not Larry Sanders. Okay, I thought you were talking about Larry Sanders. Yeah, absolutely. That was funny as hell. All right, well, if Flukes can do something a little bit more cool. creative than that, and then uh, we'll have our own theme song, which yep. would be great. And so if your office needs a theme song, I'm sure he can help you out when he's done with us. I, I said it earlier in the show. People are starting to step up to help. Bryce Miller wrote about it today. When they go and look at jakesprojects.org, the guy who put that together for us is Kyle Fluger. A lot more content coming to that page, but for right now, I couldn't be happier with it, and he did a wonderful job putting it together. I got to tell you, I, I thought I didn't sleep much last night. I'm sitting yeah. here looking through social media, and I'm looking at Kyle doing his music. Yeah. I'm also looking at Craig Meaty doing his, his little... Oh, shit. I love Meaty. Do you see the video he did with his wife, his 10-year anniversary? No. Michelle? Yeah, yeah. Is that his wife's name, Michelle? I think so. Okay. I follow them both. They're okay. great. Oh, my gosh. It, 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 I couldn't stop watching. <laughs> what do he do? He's such a dick. Meaty? I'm just like, I'm like, how many rum and cokes have you had? Oh, my God. He's the greatest. Dude, he's yelling at her. He has no what time. do you yell at her for? Rooting for the Chargers when they're going to play the Lions. He just gives her shit. Then he doesn't like what the fuck her choice to drink is. Then he's just What's like, she I don't even remember what the fuck she was drinking. Is whatever she was doing was dumb. Nothing. And I'm looking at her and I'm looking at him and people are like, man, did you out kick your cup? What the fuck's that supposed to mean? <laughs> he's like, he was like the paranoid asshole. He's so. And I'm like, dude, dude. your poor wife. How'd she? And no. like, people say to me all the time, why does your wife put up with your shit? I'm like, how's your wife put up with your shit? I'm looking. <laughs> I'm like she, and, and she's like almost afraid to talk. No matter no, what he said. No, she's not. Believe me. You oh my follow gosh. her on social media. She, she was, she was great. And I could have watched this shit. I'm telling you, for ten hours straight. It was, it was so. He had no time. Thank God the fucking Chargers lost because I would have felt bad for her today. Jesus, I'm so mad at her. <laughs> it was, it was, it was entertaining as shit, dude. There, that guy. There's about three dudes. And I, I said something the other day. There was somebody else on social media that fucking strikes me so funny. Yep. There's shit like Jim Russell and Judson Richards killing each other on social media because I know both those guys. That to me is great. But there's somebody else I, I can't think of. Anyways, the point being, meaty on social media, it took me a while to figure it out. You gotta figure like you gotta figure the drill out because yep. sometimes you just you can't, it's like your kids, Dave, your kids are not all the same and not everybody on Twitter is the same. And when I finally figured Meaty out about, it had to be about two years ago, I go, this guy is a goddamn, like Fryer, like Leisure yeah. Fryer. Uh, when you figure them out, you go, okay, wait a minute. Now I get it. I kind of get the joke. It circles in. You go, this guy is just outstanding. Like now. 
That whole Point Loma circle. Yeah, there's a good group of guys. Pointer Dave, Billy, Stevie Verissimo, Meaty, and they're all like related somehow. Yeah, they're all good dudes. <laughs> but this son of a bitch, Pete and Point Loma, is the funniest. Now he's killing me. What I didn't know was I had seen him the other day. I talked to him at the walk last week. And all of a sudden now he's doing his five star pick of the week on social media and it's can't it's a lock, you can't beat it. And I go, What like, dude, what happened to you? Like you're a freak on the five star. He goes, You know why I'm doing that? He goes, Cause goddamn Ben and Woods <laughs> booked Meaty Cash Craig. And uh, Cash Meaty. And I go, Okay. And he goes, So I just wait. I listen to every show that Meaty does. <laughs> And I wait to hear what his pick of the week is. And then I take the opposite team. Every time. And I put, but Pete Point Loma was 2-0 and heading into the weekend. Oh, that's awesome. So I don't know how he did. I don't know if you can get to Pete's. I mean, he probably had 150 fucking oh, fuck. anti-horse racing tweets today. This guy's so wound up. But the idea that he bust Meaty, and he said Meaty was losing his mind. Oh, that's so, so fucking that's funny. right up our alley. I like it. Uh, uh, 10 years? Is that what you said they were together for yeah, Meaty? Yeah, 10 years. Congrats to those yeah, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Congrats to both. I love that guy. <laughs> He's fucking great. Love that dude. All right. I got to go watch that video. Oh, my that gosh. Video's it, is, it is. It's funny as hell. Look, when you look at her, you're like, God, she seems like such a nice woman, and she's pretty. And I'm right. Like, why, she, you get, why are you getting so angry when people say your wife's pretty? Ah, was he yelling at the screen? Yeah. Were they, was it his periscope? He, he, yeah, he's like yelling at the screen, but she's like right to his left. Like he wouldn't even make eye contact with her. Like I can't even look but at But did you. he have the big yellow witch witch cup? I think, I'm not sure if he had that. He might have. I'm not sure if it was a solo cup or what. But He's it was got like, a big and he's drinking rum and cokes, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. He's had a bunch of them. <laughs> he's had a bunch of them. Fucking he's, and he's angry I'll as watch fuck. It tomorrow. I love it because he just, we can't, I don't see it live. Yeah. So whatever thing I'm missing, I don't see the replay of who the I names are. I saw it are. four hours late. I wish I saw it live. I would no, have commented. No, it's better. It's better. I would have been able to comment. Oh, that'd be I great. I wanted to jump in. I always tell him, how, how come we're not invited in? <laughs> uh, I love it because it just, I tell him, I go, dude, it looks like you're just yelling at voices in your yeah. head. Yeah. And he just kicks guys the fuck out of there. Yeah. You get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Oh, really? Is that what you're saying? Good. You're gone. And I, dude, I just, it's the greatest. I love it. My favorite show. I haven't watched it in like a year. Oh, my gosh. It's like, uh, for me, it's like a break like Sopranos. Yeah. I haven't watched Meaty Periscope and like, how long, or Curb Your Enthusiasm when they're yeah. gone for like two years. That is so fucking All funny. All right, it's football season. Craig, yeah. I'm a little off my game. I'll come back. Oh, my gosh. All right, two things I've got to mention. First of all, sure. as I said, I'm going to change somebody's life right here. And this okay. right here is for... Uh, for Andrew, okay? He's a student at West Hills High School. His first period AP class, and Mr. Cambu was the teacher. Okay. Mr. Cambu said, Andrew does not have to take the final if he gets a mention on the Dave and Jeff Show podcast. Get the hell out of here. And I said, you're damn What's right. What's in it for us? Nothing in it, except Andrew's a great kid. I, know, I was at West Hills for three years. Andrew's one of the best kids I know. Wait and, a Cambu. You can't just give this kid a free pass for being heard <laughs> on this show. The deal was he told everyone in the class a certain amount of uh, how many people that are public figures can sit there and, and can basically give a shout out back. Okay. But this show right here is going to be worth him and his buddies in his group that don't have to take the final. How do they all skate? 
that's what I was told. And I said, we never do shout-outs, but for Andrew, we're doing this one. So, Mr. Camboo, again, AP uh, first period government class at West Hills High School. Yeah. Andrew's not taking the final this year. All right. Do we have to be a guest speaker in there? No, I don't do know not. anything about. We, we do not. We, what just had a, we just had to mention the, the, the government class on there. I think we should be invited in for a Q&A <laughs> for our completely uneducated answers on the on history. Government. Yeah, government. Oh, we could handle that. Yeah, it'd be fine. That part we could do. The other thing was yesterday I was telling you we had a, we had a tryouts to pick teams. Mm-hmm. And nothing's worse than cutting a kid. You know what I mean? Oh, then telling yeah. a kid that he's he's not going to be able to play baseball. Mm-hmm. So my my older son Josh kept using this line: "Hey, look, I know it sucks to be cut, but you know who else got cut in high school? Mike Trout, greatest player in baseball. Now he got cut, and look where he ended up today. And then you see their faces going to change. Yeah. And then the kids leave, and I look at Josh and go, I never knew that because that never fucking happened. Mike oh, Trout was great. God. Mike never got cut. What are you crazy? But the kids don't know that." No, and but that, that that's his go-to move is telling the kids, you know, who never got who got cut in ninth grade, Mike Trout, and he goes, well, Mike Trout got cut and made it. You can make it too. Just keep working hard. Well, I think the Jordan story is false too, right? That no, the Jordan say, story is a real story. But about I, him getting I cut thought in high there school. was something about it that was like didn't make sense. Like there's some they always say that he got like sent to JV, but he was in like. A freshman or something. Yeah. He wasn't a senior when he got sent down. No, he wasn't a senior at all. No. Yeah. Guy ended up being a, obviously Michael Jordan. But anyway, it's like fuck, telling a kid that you aren't going to make the team sucks. Getting cut at anything sucks. Um, <laughs> uh, One quick Josh story, yeah. and then we're out of here. So I mentioned last week that I, I just said to Dave, you need to get some help. You need to get your kids some help. Because he voted Costco pizza number one. So yesterday we had a place called Mulberry, which is old school New York pizza in L.A. Like it's old school. It's great. Way too expensive, but a lot of fun. So my sons are and I are in there and they uh, they love Josh. And I was telling them the story, right, about the it's whole pizza rankings. Yes, yeah, yeah. pizza rankings. And they've had plenty of Costco pizza because it's a go to for any 10 year old birthday party. And I'm telling my son Jack this story, and he's putting Parmesan on his piece, and he's listening. He's like, not even making eye contact with me. And he he starts folding the slice up, and I go, so Josh likes Costco. He thinks it's good. He goes to take a bite, and he looks at me. He goes, man, I thought Josh was better than that. I said, I did too, man. I did too. That's it. That's just what they eat. Yeah, it was out of sight. But like, stop. Like, he just is doing his peppers, oregano, parmesan. He's listening to the whole thing. Like, I didn't even mention he had little Caesars in there. I had to do something to save the kid's dignity. And he folds it and he goes to take that. I thought he was better than that. Like, (laughs) Like he'd robbed a bank. Yeah, no kidding. Like he robbed a bank. It's fucking great. So, and then I'm going to end on this. Yes. And then oh, this, this, this just happened today. So I take them for breakfast, and they're hyper as shit, right? We go to breakfast, they're done. So now at the end, because they're all jacked up for WWE, they're telling each other that they beat each other. Like they're in the lobby of the restaurant. Like, Cade beats Shaq to win the title. Well, in the process of kind of 
grab ass and they bump into some old lady's walker. Now she's sitting in a booth, just a walker. Yeah. So didn't knock her down like the guy no, the guy that knocked over the cheerleader the other day. Do you see that one? No, but no, she's in a booth. This is like up by like the register, and they bumped into it. So I go get the get your ass outside. <laughs> get your ass outside. Yeah. So as I'm walking out, this lady's like, hey, your kids need to be careful of other people's stuff. And I thought, you know, I got two things I can do here, right? I can light her up and go, look, you're going to be dead by Christmas. You have bigger problems to worry about than them. Or I did what I did, which was I winked at her and said, you have a great day. I just walked out. Really? You took the high road? I did. The high road sucks. I know. But you know what, Dave? <laughs> she kind of looked at me after I winked at her. Because I think she thought, like, I wanted to bang her. <laughs> she thought you were going to throw her one? Yeah. She's oh. like, oh, shit. Um, <clears throat> but, like, when old people are just angry and mad, yeah. like, you just, got, you just got to take the fastball, right? Like, you can't you can't tell these guys go go fuck off, right? Or do what I was going to do and no, be like. No, you do what you were going to do. Tell her. Okay, so now. Okay, then there you go. That's fine. So she got a free pass today. But for everybody else. There was no harm. They didn't knock her down while no, she was trying oh, to God, walk. No. She was sitting in a booth. You know what? Yeah. You know what you should have done? You should have reached under that walker and took one of the tennis balls off the fucking end and of it and took it. Put it in her mouth? No. Just took the tennis ball. Just left her. it. Let her Shut walk. Shut her good. Shut her Tell her good luck walking with a fucking off-balance walker. <laughs> yeah. You old bat. <laughs> just take it and yeah. chuck it on the roof of the Denny's. You should have just take Yeah. Now what? <laughs> no, the walker on the roof would have been great. Yeah. Just reach over. Yeah. She's probably eating oatmeal because I'd say like if she was yeah. eating like French toast. Yeah. Just go pick that up. Yeah. The French toast. <laughs> <laughs> that's the you that I like. All uh, right. That's fine. All right. Well, from here on in, any old people give you a hard time, go, you know what? Maybe you should just worry about still being alive at Christmas and let me worry about them. There you go. You like that? Yes. That's All what right. you should have done. Then the problem will be it'll be on social media. Oh, just so dot Seth. Just told this old lady you're going to be dead by Christmas. And my boss would be like, dude, come up here. What are you doing? They don't buy our shit. I was asking yeah. you, there's a, there's a game, I think Thursday night. It was a college game. There's a sideline reporter who bumped into the guy that was holding the cheerleader above his head. Oh, no, I didn't see that. And the girl went flying. She fell 10 feet on her back. Hey. But he reaches over and grabs the football instead of helping the girl. Oh, boy. It was the biggest bullshit thing of all time. Well, guy cheerleaders. Tell me the last good one you met. <laughs> the poor girl went smacking uh, down on the what, turf. That's exactly my point. Oh, my gosh. Uh, congratulations to my San Diego State Aztecs. 3-0, undefeated since I've been a season ticket holder. But according to Greg Bergman, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah, okay. <laughs> fine. Are you going this weekend? Is that when they play next at home? Is that uh, your first game? It's not my first game. They play Utah State. I've oh, mentioned yeah, it a right. few times. I thought you were going to go to that one. You aren't no. going to buy tickets to see that one? No. Why? You're on a roll. I am on a roll. I, actually, I shouldn't say it like that. I don't know. Maybe we'll go. Because I'm going to miss one of my three games because okay. it's a Friday night when I'm in Toronto. But uh, but that's fine. They can go with their mom to that game. She's an alumni, Aztec alum, so she's excited. But I don't know, Dave. We'll see. I, I hope it's not sold out. <coughs> They're goddamn undefeated. <laughs> well, let me just rush. ask you this. Yes. Let me just ask because we don't have much time. But let me ask you two other teams alabama and clemson are also undefeated yes can i just walk up there five minutes before the <laughs> no, game and cannot. sit at the four okay no, you can't. 
So your bullshit attitude about all San Diego sports teams that now all of a sudden, yeah, the Aztecs are undefeated, but hey, just walk up because you're going to be fine. Like there's going to be 9,000 people there. Boy, you need to check yourself. <laughs> when's, I'm just curious. When's the last time you bet on a game? Oh, I haven't bet. Uh, oh, that's a good question. Well, now I do a pool every week at work, but yeah, that but doesn't, that doesn't really count. count. No, I'm talking right? you bet on a game. I say that because I, I bet on a game this weekend. You did? Yeah, a lot. Which I, I never bet a lot. Never bet, I never. No, no. I never. Oh, did you bet Oklahoma over UCLA? Yes. And how did you hit? 600 bucks. Good job. What was the line in that game? Dude, it was 24. Started at 12, was at 24. And what what was the final? They Four, won by, to, I think I know, they won by 34. So 48-14, yeah, right? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, how about that? But I, I never good. bet on a game. But I was so sure that Jalen was going to show it up UCLA's ass. God dang. That I was like, all right, there you go. Yeah, watched a few Bruin fans shuffling around the marina last How night. How about UCLA was just giving away tickets to anybody that would take them? Well, they're in trouble. Oklahoma. Yeah, they're, well, they're in trouble, man. And the talk now today was that Chip Kelly may just look and go, look, I just don't have it. But is he going to leave all that money on the table? They're not going to fire him Wow. at UCLA. They look terrible. Yeah. I mean, state fucking cut their balls off. Yeah. They got a little case of Aztec flu. So that's it. Bring it in, Utah <laughs> State. Bring it in. Such a thing. Well, there is now, Dave. <laughs> you can't get to ten national championships until you get to one, that's and this true. is our year. That's true. Let's go Aztecs on three. Ready, break. <laughs> All right, we'll be back on Thursday, everybody. Sorry.